Hey everybody! What are the odds? All my favorite people back together in one place. Chapter 185 of Bob's Fishbowl. I'm Bob Van Dyne. Over there, the extra-dimensional fish bee's cousin, who, for the sake of keeping things succinct, we just refer to as Fish Bee. Now, I was going to start tonight's show with a little treat just for you. I was going to start with one of your favorite songs. I just know. I just know that it's one of your favorite songs. Don't ask me. I just know. I was going to start with one of your favorite. No, not Tongaleo, the Mexican donkey song. I was going to go with the fishbowl hokey pokey. You put your fish bee in. You put, but I'm not going to go with that. I'm not going to go with that because here we are. Memorial Day weekend, we have made it, but I have a couple places to go this weekend, which means I'm going to meet new people, and when I meet new people, the only thing worse thing they can do is, is offer the opportunity to take a selfie. The only thing worse than that is asking me exactly what it is I do for a living, because I don't like talking about what I do for a living. And so I think from now on, my line, at least going into this weekend, is I'm a professional line dancer. I'm a professional line dancer. Uh, my emphasis is the hokey pokey, although growing up, I did devote a lot of time to the tush push. If anyone asks me what I do for a living, that's it from now on. I do professional line dancing. Hokey pokey is my specialty, but... Once upon a time, devoted a lot of time and energy to the tush push. Before we get to uh, Fish B, yeah, Fish V, Fish V's cousin, whatever, yeah, Fish Fishy. Before we get there, there are a few things that I just need to get off my chest because, well, they're pissing me off and they're putting me in a mood. As if the questions don't put me in a mood enough. Before we even get to the questions, not one, not two, three different things have put me in a mood today. First, our Attorney General, William P. Barr, or as the kids call him, Bill Barr. Somehow, President Trump has put our less than straight shooter, our um, uh, someone who's already proven his willingness to put his finger on the scale of justice, which seems weird for someone with a job like Attorney General of the United States. But President Trump has greenlit the Attorney General, again, hardly a straight arbiter in this mess, has given him the green light to go back in time all the way prior to 2016, all the way prior to the fucking moon landing, and anything that William P. Barr can extrapolate, can slowly drip, drip, drip a detail here, a detail here, without a 360-degree view of what on earth happened, just without the complete story. But anything that William P. Barr, our attorney general, can, can dig up, to make the FBI, the CIA, anyone who has ever investigated the president for any reason, here comes William P. Barr, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a bold prediction, as only we do here at Bob's Fishbowl. This is gonna end poorly. Item number two that really, really bothered me today: these doctored videos of Nancy Pelosi going around. 
making her appear as if she is, she's drunk, she has dementia, she's lost a step. Doctored false videos. Now, this may be the way of the political future, and everyone just get used to it. It's not that. That's not what bothers me. It's from what is to be considered as has been defined as official White House communication by the White House, President Donald J. Trump, you know, the real Donald Trump, to, to his 60 million, not all, of, not all of which devoted, certainly not me, but to his 60 plus million Twitter followers, tweeted out the doctored video of the Speaker of the House that's beyond the pale. I remember a time in this country where, hell, if a major political party would have done that, like if the head of the Democratic National Committee would have done that to Mitt Romney when it was Mitt Romney versus Obama, the head of the DNC would have been fired within the afternoon. But things are so upside down now, thanks to the current occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, that this is just the way it works now. Consistently degrading the office and in a weird way degrading what it means to be an American. Oh, there's something else that's bothering me too. Don't worry, Fishbees cousin. Don't worry, we're thinking about getting to you. There's this story, and, and this is, I, I don't go to the local paper very much because, hell, we, compared to everyone who listens to this show, we have like, we have like a couple, uh, just a few, who, who live here in uh, Spokangeles like I do currently in Spokane Valley. But I've brought this person up before. My current, uh, he's, he, he's not my representative in the U.S. House of Representatives, He's my representative in the state house. He's my Republican representative. This guy used to be the head of the Republican caucus, and his name is Matt Shea. He's so batshit crazy. He's my local, he's a state politician, not even a federal person, state politician. He's been written about recently in The Guardian. Over the summer, they went after him in Rolling Stone. I mean, this guy is beyond the pale. You may remember last year, he distributed a document titled, quote, The Biblical Basis for War, which, according to my local newspaper, The Spokesman Review, condemned abortion and same-sex marriage and called for killing of those who flout, quote, biblical law, end quote. This is that dude. Well, last night... Somehow, and I, I, I really regret uh, that, that I just lied down and watched a movie less. I had no idea that there was a fundraising event going on. Again, this also from my spokesman review. This made the front page this morning. A fundraising event for the proposed creation of a 51st state called Liberty. The Liberty State Gala drew about 200 people. 
Again, this is an area of about 300,000 people. So out of those 300,000, eh, 200 or so were mildly interested in this new state. Uh, this happened in uh, Spokane Valley, or as I call it, Spokanistan. Supporters of the new Christian conservative state, which would span parts of Washington and Oregon, as well as Idaho and Montana and Wyoming, Here's my favorite line of the story. Brace yourselves for this motherfucker. This shit should win a fucking Pulitzer. I just want, can I go back or can I go back a couple words? Which would span parts of Washington and Oregon, as well as Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming, raised money by auctioning pies and other Desserts, 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 desserts. <laughs> these fuck, these, these, these racist, homophobic, knuckle dragging. You have your own like. Two hundred people want to start a state. We're in Eastern Washington, like the places where they're describing creating a new state. No one lives there already. Just have a fucking campground. I mean, my God. Someone buy some acreage. You know, you don't need a state for this shit. Anyway, they but they're selling pies. They're gonna this state the, the, we're gonna have 51 stars on that flag any day now. They're made, they're selling selling fucking pies. Uh, <coughs> sorry, get excited. Uh, at one point uh, during her own speech. Shay's legislative assistant, Renee Holliday, who I've never met, but I'm convinced is nothing but class. Shay's legislative assistant, Renee Holliday, said supporters of the 51st state idea were bound by a common sentiment that, quote, it's either going to be bloodshed or liberty states. Bloodshed or Liberty States? You're going to have to sell more pies. You're going to have to get more people. 200. Uh, you're a long way from bloodshed. I mean, you're not even to... I, uh, again, you're, you're not even to a fishing tournament. Yet, let me know when you get to a fishing tournament. Let me, let me, let me know when you got enough people around to play bridge. Let me know when you get enough people around to play bridge and then and then get back to me on the pies and then we'll talk about the fishing tournament and then we'll get to the bloodshed. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Jesus. Have we not even gotten to the questions yet? Man, we're going to have to uh, we're going to fly through these. But with a, with with a three day weekend, hell, go go ahead and stop it now. Save a little bit for tomorrow, and save some for the next day. Hell, maybe I die this weekend. Just you know, just do it ten seconds at a time from now until there's no more show, and then go back and start over at the beginning. All right, sip of water. Question one. Here we go. Would you like? Oh boy. Would you like to apologize to LeBron James Beard? Would I like to apologize to LeBron James Beard? I absolutely, and I don't apologize much. 
I absolutely, at least on, on, on the show, in real life, I do nothing but apologize. But in terms of the show, I, I don't. But I absolutely, in this instance, I, I was wrong to say what I said about LeBron James' beard. I want to apologize, and I want to take it back full stop. Because I unfortunately, and this was this was too low-hanging fruit, but it's what LeBron James' beard reminded me of. I, he, lo- he, lo- he looks like an extra from like a 70s pornographic film. And I, I didn't mean like a like like someone's like face was, was the way was, was the way I, I intended it. But that again, I'm taking that back. I am rescinding that from the record, full stop, like it never even happened. Uh, LeBron James. Uh, is the black Robert Bork, which is which is which which is funny to like one person. But if you're that one person and you remember Robert Bork's beard, then yeah, we got you. Now. So I uh, I take it back. LeBron James beard. He just, he's the black Robert Bork. What an honor. What an honor. Tomorrow is opening day for a theme park ride based on Princess Diana's fatal car crash. How excited are you? This, this, this sounds horrible. My friend who texted me this question, I texted him back. I'm like, I heard this a long time ago, but this can't be a real thing. This can't be a real thing. Um, but it is a real thing. It's a National Enquirer Live. Never heard of it? Me neither. Apparently it's opening. It used to be one of those wonder works. Those are like, like the kids' museums. I know what those are. There's one of those in Orlando. But this, this is in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Yes, the, the tourist mecca. Imagine how many pies they must sell when everyone in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee gets together and wants to sell a pie. Um, uh, uh, it's a real thing. But, but the creator says um, it's not in poor taste. Even though you do, you go like this 3D like ride where you go through like gay Paris, you end up in the tunnel and then you see the crashed car. It's not in poor taste, says the proprietor of the National Enquirer Live. Why is it not in poor taste? Because there's no blood. I swear that's their quote, not mine. That's their quote. Next question Do you love snakes? No, I hate snakes, and I hate them even more after learning this fact yesterday. Because I just—I'm not a snake person. Some people love snakes, some people don't. I'm in the don't category. You know how many people snakes kill every year? I mean, given there's more, there's like seven and a half billion people in the world, and still, and most of this shit like happens in like places that aren't where I live. But a hundred and thirty-eight thousand people. 138,000 people died last year because of snakes. 400,000 were injured, most of them seriously, like they lost a limb. Snakes. Next question. I refuse to leave the house for Memorial Day weekend as GMO, that's a global media ombudsman, not a genetically modified organism. As GMO, is there anything to binge watch? You know, I haven't really binge watched like anything like that great. I haven't, uh, I don't know if anything, I don't think so. It's coming out this weekend? 
Is there? If, if there is, if there is, forgive me. I'll give you two great things to watch, though. If you haven't watched my my favorite documentary series, Frontline, lately, the last two are are just straight money. A supreme revenge around the Supreme Court, which reminds me about Robert Bork's beard and uh, LeBron, and and uh, Trump's trade war, uh, both uh, popped up on a uh, PBS Frontline, totally free. Just go to uh, pbs.frontline.org. You can watch every single movie they've made over the last thirty plus years, and uh, they're great. I guarantee you'll find something you'll like there. Yo, it's me, Fishbee's cousin. Or again, we're trying. I'm trying to learn too, but just just simply, Fishbee will work. Do we get Monday off, like for Memorial Day? I I I used to dance around this and go, ah, well, maybe we'll do a show and maybe we won't. There's there's so little, unless some crazy news happens where we have to do a show. Uh, we'll be talking to you Tuesday, I think, because Tuesday is a travel day. So hopefully that then Tuesday we talk again in Phoenix. Have you selected the best way to employ your $500 of finger hut credit? <laughs> no. I mean, that is the most exciting thing that's happened to me lately, sure. But I, I'm torn. On one hand, there are these WeatherTech trim-to-fit four-piece floor mats for $59.99 or $8.99 a month in perpetuity, but then I remembered that I don't have a car. Or there's this Milwaukee MI-18 uh, 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 red lithium-ion cordless drill driver and hex impact combo kit for $469.99 or $34.99 in perpetuity. Again, I think, I haven't read this one, but I don't know how to use that either. I don't, I don't have a car, and I don't know how to fix anything, but those two items both look pretty good to me when it comes to figuring out how to employ my $500 worth of Finger Hut credit. Dear Uncle Bub, why do they put that tiny pocket in the front of men's tank tops. It's a, uh, uh, I mean, for, for, for fashion, I suppose, but you, you, you can't put a whole lot in there. Like, like if you get a key at a water, like you're going to lose the key from the water park that you get into the quarter. Like you can, um, like a joint, a condom, a lucky penny, uh, one cigarette. Um, there's not room for your phone. There's not room for your wallet. There's not room for your keys. You wouldn't want to put anything of value there. I, I... Who's Chris Jenner's favorite kid? Who who is Chris Jenner's favorite kid? Of course, of course, the momager of the janitor, the, the janitors. That, that's a good name for them. I'm gonna call them now the janitors uh, for the uh, for the Kardashians and of and and of course the janitors. Um, now she would never say this because she's a mom and, and, and all parents say that they love their kids equally, which of course is a lie. Um, except for me, I hate all my kids equally. They, um, I'm kidding. I love them. They're wonderful. They, uh, uh, I mean, the, the answer, it has to be Kim, right? Because, because Kim's the one who, who really took the one for the team. 
She's the one who had to who had to make the sex tape with Ray J. Who ha- I mean, she didn't have to, but she made the sex tape with Ray J. She went through all the ridicule. She the whole family got. I mean, Robert Kardashian, OJ's buddy, was only so famous before he passed away. Rest his soul. Kim Kardashian is the favorite. She's done more for the family. Oh, what was? Last question, as always, belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player, our nine-year-old executive producer who will be here a week from next Tuesday. Isaiah writes, this 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 one's like a riddle. Tonight he wrote us a riddle. You ready for a riddle? Here we go. What's better than a steamy Sofia Vergara throwback pick or Bella Hadid wearing nothing but a Burberry towel. Even Fishbee's cousin wants to weigh in on that. Um, oh, I, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you something that's better than, than both those things. And, and I mean this in the nicest possible way. And I'm not being sexist because why would she put it on? It's, uh, all these things are on social media now put there by these people. So I have the right to comment on them. Um, uh, Halsey, and, and I like, I like the long hair, but, but, but Halsey, uh, 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 twerking, uh, in the chaps, uh, was a video I saw today and I'll, I'll take that over the steamy Sophia Vergara throwback and Bella Hadid wearing nothing but a Burberry towel. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm hard. I said it. I know what I meant. Okay. Time for a little something called Paleta Bola de Fuego or the Paddle Ball of Fire. Teresa. I feel like if Oprah just said like Paddle Ball of Fire, that's how she would have said it. The Paddle Ball of Fire. Uh, Teresa May is uh, she's out at a, as a British prime minister. She's only got a few weeks left. Uh, the, the second female British Prime Minister ever. Uh, she teared up today. I, I felt bad for her. This Brexit is a loser. Dear England, Brexit is a loser. Uh, chimps have been observed cracking tortoises against trees for the meat. Times are tough, but who knew they were that tough? West Point is graduating 34 black female cadets. That's a record. Congratulations, cadets, and congratulations, West Point. Actor John C. Riley is 54 years old today. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. And Stephen Colbert, we love Stephen, has beaten Jimmy Fallon in the ratings. Not like for, not like for a show. Not like for a week. Not like for a month, not like for a quarter, or a ratings book, as they would say. Beat them for the whole year. The whole year. How about that, Stephen Colbert? They thought the Tonight Show was, was unbeatable. And then, just when they thought it was unbeatable, somehow, someway, you accidentally beat it. Uh, happy Memorial Day weekend, everyone. Be safe this weekend. My God, there's going to be cops Everywhere, be safe this weekend. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. Um, let's talk on Tuesday in Phoenix. Let's see what happens, all right? I should have some good stories this weekend. I'm going to go out. All right, later. Bye-bye.